episode two of season two. Yes, and uh, and we stuck we stuck true to our promise of not taking months off. <laughs> yeah, well, let's see how this goes. Uh, you know, next couple of weeks is going to have uh, some little roadblocks. Yeah, well, definitely. So we're about to have a busy a busy next couple of three weeks mm-hmm. busy next few three weeks yeah but we'll we'll do our best to do a, a one a week so yeah look forward to it don't yeah. hold us against don't hold it against us if we don't though yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a, a, a three-man show pretty much yeah right we don't we, we don't prepare we just wing it every time winging it's is more fun in my opinion i think so i just think it feels a little more like real and don't you have you started to notice that the more well, successful media outlets are are the ones who who focus on just free flowing what conversation as well, opposed to like I, you know the, the like you know the news and yeah. stuff where everybody is a robot and sits around you know with Well this. not only that it's like it's like you're when you're watching the news nowadays you don't know what's like everyone's talking from their own point of view and 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 the agenda of the network or whatever um you know and when you see podcasts where people can talk freely and just kind of be themselves and and it's just coming from the gut it's it feels more real it feels more trustworthy uh you know that's 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 just the way i feel nowadays but i don't i don't watch news anyway anymore so i don't watch watch any of that crap you know um (laughs) you know I'm not not a very political person by any stretch stretch of the imagination but i started to realize that look if you are up to date on politics it is completely incompatible with being able to live a happy life <laughs> i kind of agree how it's can a, you possibly yeah. be happy yeah because yep. something is always wrong I, there's, there's always something wrong yeah you know and, that, and that's what well i mean i don't want to get too much into that yeah what the news, but anyways we're talking about toys toys cars <laughs> and uh everything pop Got, culture yeah you know so what's up guys i'm jordan i'm mike and um, you know, this is season two. Well, we just said that already. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I'm in charge in charge of our um, you know of our Facebook, of our IG, everything, thing like that. You know, um, you know, I talk. So I talk to our fans, you know, on a daily basis, and um, a recurring trend trend I'm hearing a lot is that is that our fans in the UK, mm-hmm. you know, it appears that that we have a pretty huge huge fan base out there yeah. but a problem that that they're facing is that they just aren't able to get a hold of our diecast um you know so so is there anything thing that we can tell them as far as far as you know as far as a status update as far as a reason why um you know some future projections of how we're of how we are trying to figure out how to fix this problem you know well uh, uh what it's been about over uh, a year and a few months ago jada was acquired by simba dicky group which mm-hmm. is a german based company um and uh because of that we are going to have a lot more distribution in the uk in um latin america because they have a big distribution channel in those areas i mean it's it's really quite large um and vice versa simba dicky group products which include majorette which include uh tamia um and and a bunch of other items uh, we can bring here to United States and distribute here in the United States. So if there's things that are in the United States that you can't get here that are offered in the UK, um, there's a possibility that, that it'll come through 
our distribution channels and we'll distribute it here in the United States. So um, this synergy that we have with uh, Simba Dickey Group is one of the biggest positives of this buyout. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be uh, really beneficial, especially for the people in the UK that are Jada fans, because just recently we just had our Hong Kong and our Germany toy fairs. And during those times, there's a lot of people from the UK coming into our showrooms, looking at what we have and buying our products. So uh, expect to start seeing some stuff uh, with here within the next six months. Uh, I think you guys will be quite pleased. If you don't see it, ask your stores. Tell them to look for it because the distribution is out there. They just have to go to their distributors and say, hey, do you have this? Because people are asking for it. Okay, very good. Yeah, you know, and with everything thing thing that Mike had just said, you know, this isn't well just for for the UK fans. Well, this is for fans fans from fans from like all over yeah. who are having yep. issues issues yeah. finding our stuff. Um, you know, we appreciate your patience. We appreciate you uh, sticking around with us. We are are trying to figure this out. Well, you know, uh, before the Sympathy Group, Jada did have distribution out there. It just wasn't as large as it could be. Um, and you know, there's, uh, there's, it's, it's a quite competitive market out there. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's pretty tough for us to get in. Uh, but now with our, with Simba Dickey group being our backing and, and our distribution channels from th- that they were using from them, uh, it, we're, you're going to start seeing a lot more. So they, they're out there. It's just going to take some time. You might have to look, you might have to, you know, cause I know, we do have distribution out there because I, I I don't talk to them directly, but I do. We do, you know, when I was in the marketing department, we did send out like sell sheets and things like that all to all those different distributors in the UK, and they were buying stuff from us. But you know, it might be small amounts, so you might see them, uh, but you, if you'd missed it, it's because, probably because they sold out really quick because they don't have that many. They don't bring that many into the country. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So, well, thanks for. Uh you know, thanks for uh, sticking with us. Yeah, and, uh, you exactly. Know, so it'll be here soon. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, within the next six months, we should start seeing more stuff. But, uh, you know, you, if not already, you should see some things trickling in. Um, a lot of our there's a lot of interest from the international buyers of, for our core stuff. So big time muscle, JDM, Hyperspec, uh, all that stuff is, is going to be pretty big for us, hopefully within the next year. Awesome. Hey, let's move on on to some what, custom builds, eh? Yeah. Cool. So this is the segment where we go through and check out some of the custom builds that you guys have done um, and post it online and hashtag Jada Toys. So for the first one, let's look at who do we got here? His name is Rizik Original and Riziki Riziki Original, and right here we on have. IG. Yes, on IG, we have the beautiful, the Mona Lisa, <laughs> Nissan Silvia S15. Yep. So, so if, uh, if you look at this, we didn't do this deco. Uh, this this graphic is the is looks like it's inspired by one of the Fast and Furious vehicles. Uh, we never made this vehicle yet. Maybe we don't know. You, but this car, this casting is from the import racer line. Um, but if you look at it, it looks like he did drop it a little bit lower because it's the, the the chassis looks like it's pretty much sitting on the ground, and he did use the one of the newer uh, mesh concave rims that we've released probably in that last four years or so, and this casting hasn't been out in a while, uh, but 
I'm hoping to see this casting out again soon. Yes. <laughs> well, this guy guy isn't. Well, this guy isn't OG, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he kept the window graphics on, which is cool. He painted the body. I, I'm I'm assuming he painted the body. I don't think that was the original paint. Uh, I can't really tell, but it might be. I mean, he might have found a blue and then just painted in the oranges and the black and white stripes. But, yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's one of the cars that we do want to bring into the Fast and Furious line, for sure. Definitely. Hey, so if he did, did well, paint it, paint it like this, you know, does he, like, spray paint it with a certain type of paint, or does he, like, have a brush and, and do it? It's like, how do our fans typically repaint vehicles i have no idea typically how, it's how, it's how airbrush it airbrush uh, like, okay. yeah and and paint. I so like spray paint like an idiot <laughs> yeah yeah well spray paint also you can use spray paint they, they do have a uh, hobby grade spray paint like little miniature bottles uh you know like like testers has them mm-hmm. uh if you're into guilt building gundam they have a whole line of paints dude, that you can do even I paintbrushes back in the day oh yeah dude so i've seen you know you uh, from what it looks like, he may have masked out the white first and painted down the white, then masked it a little bit more to paint out the black and then the orange. Uh, I don't know. It, he, there's a number, a lot of different ways. I've even done this with a vinyl, um, but because he's able to get the contours at this scale, a 24 scale, vinyl wouldn't be that feasible to do. Uh, so it, it looks like it is painted. I'm, I'm t- checking out the bumper on the lower uh, lip. Mm-hmm. Uh, that looks like it's it probably masked. I think that's masked out and painted, uh, so it could be brushed. Um, I can't really tell because we, you know, this is a lower res image, so we can't really zoom in and check it out. But I think either brush or air, air uh, or airbrush or hand brush. Okay, so what do you think of that fitment? <laughs> it's hot. I like it's it. Good. Yep. All right, let's move on. Thank you, Riziki Original. Let's see. For the next one, we have the 164 VW Drag Purple People Eater Beetle. Hey, hey, uh, <laughs> hey that might offend some people <laughs> in today's world. <laughs> well, this is a this is an interesting one. Um, by J by J S O T N 1976. This is a really nicely done. The, the 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 graphic on the body is an original graphic from Jada Toys, so we did that. But he modified the chassis to have an a roll cage interior with an exposed engine and a and a really cool exhaust pipe. I mean, this is this how thing's you, hot, man. How do you do that? I mean, I don't know if he he got that motor from another toy, which it looks like. Uh, but I've seen guys who can who can build a motor from like the ground up using like a lot of things like like if you want to do the firewall, you know how the firewall has that, that like foil looking. What people do is buy cigarette packets and inside they have this little thin piece of foil mm-hmm. and they use that for their for the, the firewall to make it look more realistic because of the scale. Damn. And, um, you know, people get really like like creative with the with the materials that they use and but this one looks like it's almost a casted yeah motor so i think he probably pulled it from something else but that roll cage i mean everything about it is is cool man it fits just right thing is hot man yeah it's very cool there's some people do these and sell them 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, in like earlier episodes, you know, I found out uh, out from you and 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 well, Daryl that people will sell these things for maybe like two grand at times. There's they they can go for pretty high price. I mean, average for a a, a custom sixty four scale probably would be around sixty to hundred dollars, depending how good the customizer is. But I've seen them. I the most I've seen in person was probably a three hundred dollar one sixty four custom. That's insane. Yeah. Well, shout out mm-hmm. to JSOTN 1976. Nice work. All right. For All right. the next Jada Customs, Rust underscore E-N dot O-R-D-E. I feel like I should like actually be like trying to pronounce it, but, but, <laughs> right. but, but I also feel like Rust if I do, Lord. nobody will be able to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, this is another reason why you should also be watching us. Yes, yeah. you know, um, so that you could actually see how cool that that these what customs are. So what we're looking at here is a a, a tagged up U.S. postal van, and these have you, have you are you familiar with these vans? These I'm not sure who makes them. We had to license this car from the U.S. Postal Service. Yeah. And, uh, and because it's it's a specific car, no other you can't sell these cars. You can't because you know if they someone paints them just to look like just like the the postal car, they can drive around. I mean, did you, here's a little. Did you know that if a police car, a fire truck, and a postal truck all meet in the intersection at the same time, who has the right of way? Uh. Who? The, I believe it's the postal truck. Why is that? It's uh the the police and the fire are um city based ordinances, and the the U.S. postal is a gov- is a national. Oh, I think that's what it is. Hmm. So, but anyways, what, this, you're out of your jurisdiction, <laughs> pal. <laughs> yeah. So we did these custom. We did stock and we did custom. So this one is the 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 custom Dub City version that has the the KMC wheels on it. Um, and what they did is they they put some little figures. Uh, I I think they might be homies figures. Is this from like from like insane clown posse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't the FBI have them as a terrorist? <laughs> Are do they really? I read that oh somewhere. I was like insane clown posse <laughs> terrorists. Come on, guys. It's not. Yeah, but that's uh, dude. So this guy put a lot of work into this one. This is not just the yeah. paint. Um, he he scuffed it up, made it look like uh like kind of rat it out put a roof rack on it um has a little box up on top a little flag i i think this is really cool i like seeing stuff like this um this is kind of like where uh our what is it for sale line mm-hmm. kind of came from you know people who do these kind of things to die cast we've seen them all over the place you know when um when uh we started doing for sale we said well, you know why not why not do it ourselves and see what we can come up with yeah, this one is pretty cool. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> nice job, man. I think it's cool. Imagine you know, imagine actually seeing this 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 in real life as a full-scale car. <laughs> and it's like like you know like would you take a ride in it? I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't, man, but you need need to have like 20 Dude, come on. shots. You know what? It's that's <laughs> like if you're hanging out in LA, maybe 75% of the the ice cream trucks look just like that. I'm not eating their ice cream. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Get that lote on, dude. You got to get that. Imagine I mean like imagine seeing seeing all these dudes just just pull up on you and hop out like that. 
Yeah, if the if the payaso <laughs> came out and started freaking saying stuff, then I'll be like, oh, that's clown. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't like clowns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Rust underscore en dot o r d e. Thank you yeah, for that. Go one. check him out. Check it out in person. Very cool. Cool stuff. And uh, well, that closes out our Jada Customs for the day. Cool stuff. Jada Customs. Is that what we called it last time? Jada Custom Builds. Excuse me. Is that what? Yeah. Yes. Custom, Jada Custom, something like that. Jada Custom Builds. <laughs> Whatever pops up on the screen after, after I edited it, that's exactly what it's called. Yeah. But um, be sure to send those in. Um, tag us on 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 Instagram. We'll Facebook. send us a DM. Facebook. Yeah. Whatever. Um, you know. So we'll find it. Hashtag Jada we'll Toys. Talk. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, guys. Um, so let's move on to our next segment. So we have a new one. Hmm called fans demands pop up right here <laughs> so something that that i see almost every single day is is we have have various fans mm-hmm. who want us to make a particular car and i just see it popping up all the time all yeah. the time and it's always the same car so i thought thought like hey um you know how about if we actually you know just Make it kind of like you know our fantasy draft, yeah, but yeah. for the fans, and so we can maybe talk about mm-hmm. about a few of them. So, and t- and so, well, go ahead. We'll, we'll talk about this first, and then we'll go into like how you guys can participate in this segment for future episodes. Yeah. Um, so for this particular one, you know, um, I always hear hear. Well, I always see people wanting us um, to make either their their Waletti's two forty SX from mm-hmm. the first fast, mm-hmm. or they want us to make the um, the uh, Sylvias from from the Fast and Furious franchise. Whether that be Hans's S fifteen from from Tokyo Drift, or whether that be the be the one S fifteen from um, from Fast and Furious four. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, so how about if we take a look at some of them and just see? You know, I'm gonna pull up. Here, let's take a look at well, Letty's 241st. So Letty's 240 is that was that a wine colored, right? Yeah, it's kind of making me thirsty. <laughs> it's, it's like a wine and cheese color. Yeah, right. It has that cheese color on the side. Mm. It has the, the that that little figure, whatever that is, that little witch. I don't know what it is. That's it, those 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 crazy graphics that they were using in all the early Fast and Furious movies. That people actually. Thought. I mean, okay. So let me let me go back a little bit. Let's, yeah. let's talk about this the, these graphics. Back in the day, like Fast and Furious, right, is is when we when I saw it for the first time coming from like the L.A. scene, which was where this the first Fast and Furious movie was kind of based. I was like, we don't do cars like that, really. You know, it doesn't look like that. Yeah. But and then but now in hindsight, now 20 years, almost 20 years later, looking back, I'm like, man, that's pretty cool. Only because. It's just kind of nostalgic because of the movies. So what do you think? Do you think that these graphics now, do you think kids these days who are growing up not knowing what that old culture was like and what the actual cars look like in L.A., do they do they think that that's what the cars looked like when we were fixing them? When I, well, when I was fixing them up back in the 90s, um, you think that's what they think it was about, like what it looked like driving around here LA, in L.A.? Well, definitely. Yeah. Because because when I was a kid, you know, even though – you know, even oh, yeah, though, you're pretty young compared to me. <laughs> I mean, sh- <laughs> well, back, well, you know, and, and so Fast and Furious One came out in '99, was it? 
2001? Okay. 2001, yeah. So, Next year is the 20th anniversary. Yeah. So I was like, I don't Man, know how dude, old I was. 20th anniversary. I know, right? So I was like eight years old. Oh, you seven years me, old. Or dude. Something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so I saw saw all those those cars and me and me never actually being a part of the car scene. I thought that like, oh, people who race cars, their cars actually look like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy liveries and stuff, which is which is far from from the truth apparently. Well, yeah, I mean when I was when we were doing it, we never really did graphics like this. I mean the the unless you are a full-on race car driver doing um drag racing at uh Battle of the Imports. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when you started doing crazy graphics. Is it frowned upon or is it just like, you know, like too much effort? Is it too too loud, too rice, as people would, would I, say. Yeah, it's it was for the LA crowd. I think it was a little gaudy. Mm. It didn't like it was like you know what are you doing? Everything back then when I was growing up and doing this stuff was all super clean. It was like nice rims, a nice paint job, a nice color. Maybe the craziest thing that was would be that 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 chameleon purple color that changes color from purple to green to gold and whatever sunlight you're looking through. I love that. Yeah, maybe that was like the most. And then maybe, you know, sponsor graphics or, or like part graphics, like like logos and stuff, like a roll call. Hmm. But other than that, we would never put these crazy, like, banshees on the side of our cars with flames. I kind of feel like feel like in like a little bit in the car scene, it's starting to make a comeback. A well, I think bit. a lot of it now because it has to do with, like, uh, the drifting scene. That's mm-hmm. what a lot of the liveries and drift look like now. You know, um, maybe not this exact same type of artwork, and I'm not sure who does the artwork. If it was Troy Lee Designs or something, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it was this stuff actually. Maybe not in LA, but there was a, a company back in the day called Nopi that was, I think, in the Midwest that did a lot of this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Jade. Jade. Um, when I was growing up, not a lot of show glow. Which is those undercarriage lights, the chassis lights? I love that stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's making a comeback. Now. It I'm is. seeing it on the freeway quite I, a bit nowadays. I think I think yeah. I might might dabble into that. Oh, really? May, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> in, in in the off-roading world, they call them rock lights. Rock lights. Yeah. I've seen. Yeah. Well, I dig it. Yeah. I mean, so so back to this uh, the the S14 and S15. I mean, so Letty's S14. Yeah. Or, or 240. By the way, um, you know. As a guy who's pretty good good with Nissans, I still have have trouble figuring out <laughs> the differences between the S13, 14, 15s, and then the 240s, SXs, 300Zs, and stuff. It's like uh, it's kind of hard. But if I'm right, the S so like the 240 is is the same thing as the S14, but the 240 is is the US version, right? S14, yeah, because the S15 had these more sleek rounded lights they're mm-hmm. narrow and wide s14 has more of a blocked out like square light shape for the headlights i'm talking about i believe that's right because i'm not i'm not say is the guy who used to own the the his uh, 240 yeah um he has the uh he knows more about it than i do i see so yeah if you that's oh different 13 versus that's 13 14 okay so I'm I'm confused. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I could, I'm confused I could too. be wrong. Hmm. I might be I might be opposite. I'm not sure, but yeah, there's. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm not a Nissan guy. I was a, always a Toyota dude. Well, let's look up the Mona Lisa um, from Tokyo Drift. This is another one that one that fans would really love for us to make, which is the same as the car that was in our 
custom yeah. corner. What do we call it? Custom <laughs> Jada. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, we're getting old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> custom culture. Yeah, custom. Custom builds. <laughs> Jada custom builds. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> but this one, one's front lip is different yeah. than, than, the one, than, than, than the other one. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I would love to see this get made. Hmm. You know, another one that a lot of people forget about is the S15 that was in Fast and Furious 4. It was just, just you know, a character, you know, a random dude. Like, you know, he kind of crashed early this on. This is the one I really like. I think this build, this car is looks a lot like the L.A. style Um because it, it was just super clean. It was actually this one. Oh no, not that one. Yeah, <laughs> not that. That's not this, the one I was thinking about. Yeah, this but is the one. But this, but this one here. The straight here gray. Does. Yeah, with a black hood. Were there two? There might have been two S15s in Fast and Furious Four that maybe, dude. Because I'm, uh, I don't remember the one with the the yellow and black. Yeah, see this. Graphics. So and so this was 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 the first race where Dom and Brian, you know, they're trying trying to meet that one guy, you know, the criminal guy, mm-hmm. and they have to enter into that first race. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And um, this guy, I think he's like like the first one to crash in, oh. in the race, and so you know he didn't have 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 a ton of screen time, but people. But you know that's our fans, they want to see it. That's Fast and Furious fans. They see a car for two seconds. They're like, "Yo, yeah, got to get that in diecaster." Hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, so doing these cars, they, the the request is out there. We know we hear it. We still have the license for Fast and Furious and we'll have it for, you know, a, a while. So it means we need to make continue to make cars for the franchise. And there's a ton of cars that we haven't done yet. Yeah. So this being one of uh, the vehicles that I really dig. Um, you know, the, the chances are really high that you'll see this in the future. <laughs> yeah. And so stay tuned, guys. Yep. All right. Well, that closes out fans demands. Um, <laughs> so fans demands. Um, don't even don't don't limit yourselves to vehicles. If you want to see a certain figure, a certain character or a certain TV show in Hollywood Rides or or anything or you, or you see like a, a cartoon like, hey, you guys got to make a, a, a preschool toy for this cartoon because this is starting to get big. Whether it's uh, here in the United States or in the UK or even Korea or anywhere, shoot us a, a, a DM. You know, yeah. let us know, uh, and maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll bring it up. Maybe we're already starting to do it that you, know, you don't know, and you'll get a first look at it. It can literally be be just about anything. Yeah, we want to hear your feedback. We want to know what you guys are into. I mean, we, <laughs> I mean, there's guys who are super loud about what they want on our on our replies yeah loud and, and clear <laughs> and and you know some of them we take to heart and some of them we we've actually did take their suggestion and make a, a product out of it yeah and uh, uh so yeah i mean we do hear you guys so come on uh, by all means hit us up let us know yeah well, get loud guys <laughs> i didn't want to mention the name but yeah <laughs> hey. that that voice you heard was brian in the background. <laughs> All right. Well, that closes out fans demands. Fans demands. Yeah, let's move on to some, uh, you know, how about to some culture highlights, eh? Yeah. Let's do it. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> culture. So, Is that what we call it? Culture highlights? Yeah. Yeah. But you Is that made, what the logo looks like? Yeah. Culture but you highlights. made a banner and everything. Highlights. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. 
So, um, so something that that is that has been taking the internet by storm lately is, um, you know, the Fast Nine trailer came out. Yes, and we all know that somehow Han is alive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, which, hey man, I'm all for it. I have no idea how how they did it, but he's back. And um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about about some renders I've been seeing online for Han's uh, 2020 Supra. Yeah, you know what? Making. Okay, so back in the other other episodes, uh, I know we were talking about it, and you know, there's not everyone is a big fan of the Supra. It's growing on me to so me, much, honestly. I, I'm starting. To, I really dig it. I like it a lot. And what people are doing to them, oh, they're man. making them better. You know, it, it's 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 definitely a, a a step up from the FRS or the 86. Um, but dude, I I wouldn't mind having one. I definitely wouldn't mind having one. You know, if I didn't have have to pay for bro tax, yeah. You know, I, I would save up a little <laughs> trade in for Q and get one mm-hmm. because because I just love love the fact how how the car has been out for 20 minutes. Yeah. And there's already a thousand aftermarket <laughs> companies who have made stuff for it. I think they, they, they kind of took a, 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 a page out of the Scion marketing scheme where Scion gave a lot of the I, I mean, I think this is what they did, but they gave a lot of the CAD data to all the aftermarket companies prior to the release of the, of the car. So now, now that it's out, they can put out all this product, mm-hmm. and everyone has access to it right away. And then you'll see all the car shows will have the cars with aftermarket parts on it, and it just helps to bring the the, the sport compact car culture. Uh, you know, just raises the bar on it and, and gets everyone excited about it again. So what? So so if you so if a company chooses to release the CAD data early on. It helps out in the aftermarket. So why, to, so why doesn't every what company what do that? You think? I, I, okay, you know, a lot of them stingy. Well, no, because uh, you know a lot of R and D goes into developing these cars. Uh huh. So a lot of cars are like, you know, or companies have this uh, thing where the car is perfect as it is right off the lot. Why do I need to have aftermarket people try to upgrade it? You know. Oh, so they're being stingy. Not that they're being stingy. There's just kind of it's it's like an, a little bit of an arrogance, but it's true. No. They their their cars have a lot of research and development into it, and they're they're made that way for a reason. Yeah, you know, there's probably some like cost cutting because of of uh, you know they're trying to hit a certain price point, so maybe uh, the the starter isn't as great as it could have been, or you know, there's certain things that they maybe use different materials rather than carbon fiber they'll cut it back and use an aluminum or something like that Mm, i see um but uh i i i think it's it's the way the marketing wants to embrace the you know how they want to promote the product right is it is do they want to promote it as our car is awesome here it is or our car is awesome and here's what it could be if you get this with all these other people's help i mean there's there's certain things it's, it's tickling a different part of the brain. Some people just want the original car. Some people want to tinker with it. Yeah. And if you and and if you and the people who want to tinker typically will have money to be able to spend on tinkering with it. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of money to be made. Well, well, there's a few people people in our area who already have have a wide body Supra. And I have everything. yet to see one in the wild. Dude, dude, I've seen like four already. Are you serious? I've seen four, and there's a guy, a guy in my neighborhood. Um, I'm oh my in gosh. the uh, LA area. He has like you know a lime green, green wide body Supra, 
oh, and yeah. it's tuned to I don't know what, but like it's always popping and shooting flames. Oh, and really? Like, yeah, it's pretty sick. That's wild. But I'm like, you know, the, the car has been out for like a week, and you already have a wide body on it. Yeah. And so yeah, like people Jeez. are putting, a, well, people are saving some money. Yep. To get this going. Well, speaking of wide body, what are we looking at here? So. I was surfing IG because because I wanted to find more of Hans's 2020 Supra. And, um, you know, I don't know if this guy actually well made it, but I'll give 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 credit um, to give credit to the page I found it on the. So the page on IG is is MK5 Supra Toyota MKV MKV, excuse me, um, MKV Super Toyota and. Uh, maybe he made these these renders, yeah, but so we, we have, yeah we don't know if he actually rendered these or if he got the render for someone else. Uh, but he's the first person that we saw the posting it, and uh, you know it's a wide body Supra, but but it's hot, but it's Hans's with because it has Hans's iconic livery from the from the real side RX seven. It's similar, yeah. not exactly the same because it doesn't have the same kind of body lines, but it's similar. Uh, we got the the black hood, we got the the black accent on the on the side uh but and it's it's that that orange color i mean man that car looks good dude. I dig it, it sits so nice i dig it you have to yeah like 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 for these cars after they're a wide body we'll throw it on some air suspension get some fat <laughs> fat tires and you have have something really special. Yeah, I, I, you know, there's something that I like about what Toyota and um, Lexus have been doing with their cars. But is it's when they drop these cars, when you lower them, they look really good lowered. And that's the same thing with Honda. Honda always looks nice when they're dropped. And um, you know, some cars just don't have that same look, mm-hmm. uh, or they just don't sit as though they can be they can look like they're dropped but they may not sit low from the ground to the bottom of the bumper or whatever um but toyota and and uh, lexus and honda they've been doing that really well lately yeah well honda forever they everything that they do you can you drop it and it looks nice definitely yeah so this one um you know i'm digging it and um you know if this is you know i think in the trailer you only saw saw him do like a quick oversteer for like a quick you know yeah yeah if it i mean if it looks, you know, if it looks um, anything thing like this, I'm all for it. I doubt it. I, mean, I don't think I think it was a wide body in the trailer, but I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, this one kind of looks like the. Uh, there's so many, well, so many wide wide body kits out for the super yeah. already. I don't even know who's who anymore. Yeah, I know that that like T.J. Hunt has one. Mm-hmm. I know that Heritage has one. Yeah. Uh, every everyone. Artisan. There's a bunch of comp- yeah. they. I mean, shoot. It doesn't matter either. Either way, I mean, there's some really crazy, super, super wide body ones that just are just way too much, which I hate. I mean, they overdo it, but this one, the lines work well with the whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah. It, like it doesn't look like a wide body, but it is. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. That's hot. I want to go over some of some of the justice for Han t-shirts. Let me see if <laughs> justice I can, for Han. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull these up real quick. Justice for Han. So, so <laughs> it's a, if you, it's, you know, it's a movement now. Yes, it is. So have you, you saw the, the video that, um, that Sun King yes. had put out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where like he's opening up. So a what, box so what is this Justin for Han movement? I think that, that people are trying, I think that people are trying to hold the studio accountable and say like, Hey, Jason Satham, 
he cannot be be part of the family because he killed Han. Yeah, and yeah. y'all are just supposed to, you know, just to just just about um, to forget about that. <laughs> so we're looking at Han walking around some office or a room and a bunch of boxes on the floor. He's opening up the boxes. Not this BS, he says. <laughs> That's the the comment on the So he's opening up the boxes and we see what looks to be T shirts. And it says Justice for I want one. <laughs> so he opens up the shirt, he takes it out of the package, unfolds it and says Oh, <laughs> I didn't see that. You didn't see that part? <laughs> no. It says Justin f- Justice for Ham. Damn. And on the back it says, in the big number nine, it says F and F mime, M-I-M-E. <laughs> Justice for Ham, <laughs> F and F mime. <laughs> I didn't see all that. I stopped at the Justice. <laughs> oh, my God. Now you know why his comment is not this BS. Oh, that's hilarious. How many <laughs> I want did he that shirt. I want that one, too. <laughs> M oh, does man. sound pretty good right Son, now. Son, send us over some shirts, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I have a feeling that, that when the movie actually surely drops well there will be like whole like squads of dudes showing up up together for like dude all, you're all gonna see this at all the cars and coffees across the country everywhere you're gonna start seeing this justice for Hans stuff <laughs> come on it's you got to it's like yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense not to see this so and so and so what do you think about about this whole movement going on right now for him you know what um now that that they showed him on the trailer it's now it's not only justice for Han. Like it's like it's yeah, we it sucks that he he was a cool character. He was there for one movie. Well, I got a couple movies, but like he yeah, was there. Yeah. Um and he they they killed him off pretty quickly. And then they bring him back. So the way they bring him back has to be justified cuz it can't be corny. Yeah. So there's a, a it's almost like a kind of a double thing now. But it's like, you know, he got T-boned to death, and then the, the car, car exploded. blew up. Yeah. But you know what? There was a few seconds between the car actually, like, you know, what crashing, making impact, sliding, and then the flames. Mm-hmm. So, may, I don't know. Maybe he crawled out by then, and, like, he was on the opposite side. Yeah. And then it blew up, and then, like, he goes flying. What kind of, like, like how Letty did in Fast 4? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and that's not you know I've I could see some validity behind that because well, you know, it's it's the Fast and Furious world, man. Like people are being caught. You're catching people without any armor or any kind of like protection on the hood of your car, and they're not bringing any bones. They're hitting, you know. <laughs> I know how Hans survived. Uh, you know how there is black Superman. He's Asian Superman. <laughs> hey, man. He can survive explosions. They, they, but like he was being low-key about it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about something like like how uh, how they brought that character in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah how like he's he's black su- Superman because of all of So of they that. did that prior to him getting T-boned? Yeah. But like he's just super low-key about it. <laughs> And whatever he's snacking on is his fuel to make sure that it just keeps <laughs> yes. him snacking on peanuts. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Day. He's like keeps some flame retardant. Yeah, 
That's funny. <laughs> That's just my word? theory. <laughs> so I don't know, but I think they got to do a good job. That I, I hopefully they 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 did it right. You know, but at the same time, who cares? He's back. He's driving a Supra. Yeah. I'm you know, one of the things it. I do miss about the old, you know, I do miss about, you know, a lot, a lot of the old school true racing stuff, but how the, the movies were more kind of focused on the, the, the driving aspect of it. Like they always showed the heel and toe. They showed the yes. exhaust going through the, the pipes and the fuel and the and the uh, the NOS going into the engine injectors and everything. Yeah, that kind of stuff was cool because it 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 grounded it into the race culture. Mm-hmm. That's all that stuff is gone. And you could almost learn yeah something from yeah. it back in those times. Yeah, you know? I mean, I don't know how they made pink flames like you were mentioning earlier. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, like how in Too Fast, Fast Too Furious, how Suki had um had had the pink flames shooting out. I'm like, <laughs> like you know, like, you know, I'm not. You're looking puzzled, Brian. You don't remember that? <laughs> it was in the first race, and you know, everyone, everyone is lined up, you know, and. Well, Suki is making pink flames out of her <laughs> exhaust, and I'm like, you her know, two thousand, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not, not, you know, I'm not an expert in chemistry. I got a B back in college in chemistry somehow, and just the way fire is, it's either orange or it's blue. Well, no, it depends on what you're burning. You can burn different kinds of of chemicals and the reaction, huh? I've seen green. Yeah, I've seen green. Like, you can buy this magic flame when you go camping and you throw it into the your campfire and it turns it blue green orange so does she have it like have it like well taped up in like her exhaust pipes or something and then and then maybe you know, dude yeah. mm. Is that some kind of additive yeah well that's cool <laughs> hashtag with justice for han <laughs> ham han <laughs> all right well uh that, i think that's all i have have for culture highlights today all right um oh you know what if we can show this, um, so one one of the perks of our job is that we actually get to see all of these cars. Sometimes, Some, not everything. So, yeah, sometimes, um, but we get get to see a good amount of these cars before, like years before they like ever even will come out. You know, mm-hmm. and um, last year we actually had had the opportunity to go to vehicle effects which mm-hmm. is where where they make all the fast and furious cars and you know so we got got to see a hefty amount of the cars there and well let me just show y'all a picture of uh, so this charger you know it's not not completely done for the movie but the charger isn't what's what's important here what's important if you scroll to the right <laughs> Is a picture of me standing right there, and just look at how jacked I look, yeah. man. I look so like stupid. like like I look like I'm about to be a bad guy in the next Fast and Furious movie, you'll, dude. You'll be the henchman. You'll be the dude that gets socked by the rock. Who's who's? Oh. <laughs> well, I can't argue with that. <laughs> but yeah, dude, you, yeah. You just look, look how jacked I look, man. Why can't I look like that all the time? You just look like a like a a, a bodyguard saying yeah. you can't get into this club. You have your name's not on the list. Yeah, and I'll, <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'll slip me fifty bucks, yeah. and then I'll let you. In. But I'm with the DJ. Come on. <laughs> you ain't on the list. <laughs> Even though your look, you you have your arms crossed, dude. Yeah, yeah. Trying like to get that peck going, dude. With Dennis 
McCarthy is standing right over there, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so cool parts of our job. So for the next segment, let's go into uh, Jada Throwback. Oh, okay. So Jada Throwback. This is where we talk about some of the old products that we've done in the past that uh, you know, that kind of uh, paved way for our future here or or now. Um, and we're doing a lot of things now that we're planning to expand on for the future. So hopefully what we're doing now will, and it's, if this uh, podcast keep going, we can put what we're doing now in the throw, Jada throwback later on. So anyways, the item I want to talk about today is called uh, Battle Machines. Ooh. So Battle Machines is, uh, you know, it started off as a, you know, I called it Laser Combat Tag RC. Um, so basically what it is is a radio control car that has a laser on the front and a receiver on the back. So the, the kit comes with two vehicles and you have to race around and try to get behind your opponent, shoot your laser and hit them in the back of the car. Mm-hmm. So it's basically laser tag with radio control vehicles and it's, it's fun as heck. Uh, um, you have three lives, you get hit once, the car stalls and shakes back and forth. And then you it starts up again after a couple of seconds. Same thing with the when you get hit the second time. The third time when you get hit, it goes out of control and it, it moves and it, and it, it's you can't control it and it turns off. Excuse me. This um, RC spawned also a diecast line battle machines, and our diecast line. If you scroll down here, you see the diecast line, and um, you know this this is kind of you know it, it's was i can't say it was my baby but it this is the first line i worked on pretty much exclusively on my own um uh you know we i i pretty much this is one of the first projects i did working with a bunch of designers to design these vehicles and it, and the same with the the rcs but the the diecast stuff i worked with harold belker who was a designer for the batmobiles um, and he designed a lot of these vehicles with, uh, with, you know, and I worked with him closely to make sure that it looked, re- you know, cool. All these designs, all these graphics are, are ones I did because at the time the art department was really small. And, um, what was the reason why I think this one is, is pretty important is because we started doing a lot of scale things here. This, this, this line only came out in 124, 132 and 164 scale. The thing with the 32 scale, we had vehicles like the the Bel Air, uh, Challengers, uh, 69 Camaro, but we also had 132 scale. We call it 132 scale because it was in our 132 scale box, but it was um, a big rig that we called the battle rig. But the big rig 32 scale in the 32 scale box was pretty much in scale to the 164, mm-hmm. so it they look cool together. So what that hap- what happened then? It spawned a um, an insurgence of sales because people who are into board games for example like dungeons and dragons um they made board games based on like a post-apocalyptic scene where these cars you know because they're in scale to each other you can you can move them along the board uh they have they have like dice and you roll dice and you know if you shoot you can if you you can hit your opponent and um it's a whole new category of of uh of people buying our product because not because they were into cars but because they're into gaming and that was really interesting to see because when i started researching who's looking at our website for these products Mm -hmm. it was a ton of gaming sites Mm. 
So, you know, this is one of those things that, that you know, was a happy little, little mis- not mistake, but a happy little thing that, that happened that we didn't expect. You know, I was expecting like a lot of the collectors to go after this because it did. It, I mean, they think they look really cool. And there's also cool little Easter eggs within them, like, you know, with the taxi driver uh, reference on the taxi car that we made. Um, you know, but it's I think it's a cool little line to collect if you can find them. They're still out there like it's, you know, with you can find them in secondary markets, hobby stores sometimes. I, I wish I had the whole set. I think they're cool. They They turned out really well. But it's just cool to know that we bridged a gap between gamers and diecast collectors because they saw this and appreciated it. And that was your moment in Jada Toys history. <laughs> Battle Machines diecast. Cool. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So we have to like actually like try to well like try to hold on um, to some of our stuff. Yeah. Just in case for like ten years later, you know. I think in our in like our Hong Kong and China offices they do have samples of almost all this stuff. But, uh, you know, here in our L.A. office, you know, we don't have a lot of room to store everything. So yeah. it's it's kind of tough. But, yeah, it would be nice. Jada throwback, y'all. Yep. All right. Um, you know, let's get into a quick teaser. So um, for for our teasers, we like to show y'all y'all maybe, you know, just maybe a new trailer that that is coming out for a movie or maybe you know some new products that that we're working on and um for this one i thought that it would 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 be cool because you know it's such an american phenomenon of um the ford gt no excuse me ford mustang gt 500 ford mustang gt shell or no ford mustang gt shelby Shelby cobra gt 500 (laughs) <laughs> God damn, that's a mouthful. <laughs> Whatever. We have to figure out exactly how to name it. But yeah. But this is a casting that that Mike and his team are working on. It's not completely done yet, but nope. I just but I would like to show y'all some photos of some uh 3D of the uh 3D This is called the the hand sample. Hand samples mm-hmm. that that his team are working on. Yep. Let's pull them up right now. So you guys saw this one one on our IG last week that I posted. Um, you know, just a quick teaser of the front end of the GT five hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a beast of a car. Yeah, like seven hundred sixty <coughs> horsepower, some nonsense. And when we posted this, I I see the comments and people say, "Oh, the fitment's not right." Yeah. These are early samples. I mean, even then, our you know we we always try to bring them in because it's it's. When people roll the tire, the wheels, and if they don't roll, that's a lot worse than having it roll and be inset into the wheel well a little bit more. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we can't, we, you know, we do our best. Sometimes we can't uh, control what's going on in the factory side, but we tell them we want it to be pushed out as far as possible. Yeah. Uh, we want it flush. We're trying to make it flush. A lot of the times the, the, the factory will do it. Sometimes they, it, it just doesn't happen. Um, so there's, there's certain things that we can't control, but... You know, we do our best, and you can you can always start pulling them out yourself because there is some room to be able to pull the wheels off of the axle a little bit and to, to get it more flush. So, um, it's you know, sorry it doesn't some always come out perfectly from the factory, but but this isn't even done yet. Yeah, this one's not even done yet. Do you so really think 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 that we're about to hype up a GT five hundred? Yeah, and put it on some seven and a half inch inch wheels yeah. <laughs> that so, are sucking <laughs> in like that? Yeah, nah. yeah. No, we'll we'll we we'll, we'll fix that a lot more. But I mean, 
unfortunately like sometimes you just can't it, there's a threshold when it comes to the production where if they put it together cuz they're putting together thousands of these tens of thousands of these things you know and if they don't get put together right then we have a problem with the with the, with the rolling mm-hmm. and that's a you know a return on the 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 retail side yeah which is what you don't want mm-hmm. let's take a look at its back end i love quad exhaust man yeah something about it, it. yeah it just looks beefy right it just looks sporty so much more aggressive yeah i agree With the cobra on the back end yeah what do you think about like these companies doing like more like aftermarket styling when it comes to the the body skirts and body lines i'm all for it yeah i'm all for it you know so um, do you do you like that it's coming out of the the factory like that or would you rather do it yourself i like well kind of goes back to the super thing yeah there is a threshold because I like the quality of an OEM. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, the perfect fitment is insured. Um, however, if that, however, you know, you better be ready um, to pay a higher MSRP for yeah, it. Yeah. Which, which, I mean, if, the, if Toyota comes out with the Heritage Supra, that's the one I would get and I wouldn't touch it. I think it was perfect the way it was. I'm falling in love with that one more and yeah, more. I think that's awesome. It looks dope. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I'm all for 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 companies trying to make it look as uh, you know look as aftermarket yeah. as possible. Let's take a quick look at the interior, real quick. Even got the little cobra yeah. on the steering wheel. <laughs> yep, it's, it's so cute. <laughs> Don't ever say that talk so, like that again, dude. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, GT500. Yeah. So car. that's your teaser for now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you saw it here first. At least the interior and the rear. At least the interior, <laughs> rear, and the front end. The front end was, you saw it last week first. Yeah, but whatever. T- <laughs> take it. All right. Well, um, that's all that I have, have for this episode. All right. So send in your uh, pictures, your customs. Tell us what you guys like, what you want to see. Uh, send us some memes that, that, that we can go over. Um, I want to know, you know, I want to know, what is everyone's stance on the whole, you know, the justice for Han thing? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Because it's funny. It's uh, we want to be an ongoing thing. I think. Yeah. 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 And um, other justice the, for Han. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like and subscribe. So, um, we'll check us out on we'll check us out on YouTube, IG, Facebook. Let a friend know. And um, and YouTube. Right? And yeah, I said YouTube, right? Oh yeah, I think you did. Probably did. <laughs> I suck at signouts, man. I gotta practice no, that. Don't worry. It's kind of it. like a script. I suck at listening, so you probably did say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you, and um, we we will see you next week. Peace, I'm Mike Jordan. See you, ne- see you next time.